welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. Today, we're talking about uh, how to get unstuck. This is kind of my area of specialties. I've been stuck a lot in my life. And it is one of the big reasons why that's who I work with as a coach. People who just feel stuck. We've all felt stuck at some point. And most of us are able to wiggle loose, but it can be a painful process. And so today that's what I'm focusing on, like how to get unstuck. Because for a long period of time in my life, I didn't I didn't know how to get unstuck. I was just between that rock and a hard place. And I didn't know where to go, what to do, how to get unstuck. So that's what I want to help you out with today. Sometimes you may feel like you're stuck in a job. You know, it also may feel like you're stuck in a relationship. And then other times it just feels like this general stuckness of life. Can I get an amen on that one? And, you know, at, at other times it also feels like you're doing all the things. Like I'm doing all these things, but I'm not getting anywhere. And it feels like life is just off. Just something's not right. And that feeling of stuckness, I think I just made up a word there, but when you feel stuck, it's like having this aching, gnawing sense that you like you need to do something, anything in order to change, but you can't. You just you just can't. It's like you're frozen or like running in place. If this is sounding familiar to you, I, I want to let you know you're not alone. Not alone. Like this vague, ambiguous feeling of being stuck really is kind of a, a universal human experience that we all have at some point in time in our lives. But how long we feel stuck and whether or not we're able to wiggle loose is what this podcast is about. Because as I was prepping for it, I had learned that there was a recent study out there that 69% of people feel trapped in the same old routine. I mean, that's pretty much what being stuck feels like, right? And it happens at different points in time throughout life. Like being stuck can show up when you're early in your career or when like a transition in life is ending. Midlife. Oh yeah, we've heard about that midlife crisis, right? Midlife is also a common time to notice some of these feelings. And it can also come after like a, a period of relative stability where you're like, wait, wait, nothing's going on here. <laughs> like everything's pretty stable. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little stuck. Isn't that interesting? But the reality is you get stuck when you think you should be doing something you're not. And the key word there is should. I want you to pay attention to how many times you say the word should to yourself, or I have to, or I must. Like the the road to being stuck is paved with shoulds, have to, and must. I mean, they are like a direct path to that rock in a hard place. And again, remember that like the majority of people feel stuck at some point. So if you're doing the things though that the majority of people out there do, you'll likely feel stuck too. I offer this to you because in order to get unstuck, you're going to have to think and create your life differently than what everybody else does. If you do what everybody else does, you're going to get what everybody else gets. And again, nearly 70% of people feel stuck. 
I'm going to share with you three main reasons I see my clients get stuck, and then I'm going to offer you a way to wiggle loose for each one of them. All right? Let's dive in. So whether your your stuckness, again, there's my favorite word, stuckness, whether it is the result of a major life event, like losing a loved one, like death, loss, or whether it's because your daily life just has become stale and routine, many of us feel stuck when we think life should be different than it is. So reason number one, you feel stuck is because you think you're stuck. (laughs) Okay. Brilliant, right? Like, hello, Captain Obvious. But I want to unpack this for you a little bit. Feeling stuck does start with your thoughts. Because you're not physically stuck. I mean, you can move, you can jump, you can go where you want to go. There's nothing keeping you right where you are. So you are not physically stuck anywhere. You're mentally stuck. Your thoughts, what's going on between those two ears, they're the most powerful weapon you have to get unstuck because they're one of the main reasons you are stuck. So You've probably heard the famous quote from Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Well, if you think you're stuck, you're stuck because your thoughts create your experience of life. And if you spend a lot of time thinking about what isn't working and how you're stuck, guess what your brain is going to do? It is going to offer you a ton of evidence to prove that to you. And you've probably heard me say this before if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time. You find what you're looking for. You do. In life, you find what you're looking for. And I don't just say that. There, there is science behind that. And I'm not going to get all nerdy on you here, but I also think that understanding why things happen is important. So I want to share with you why you find what you're looking for, because I find this stuff so fascinating. It's because of something called the reticular activating system. From this point forward, we're just going to call it RAS because that's what other people call it. So RAS for short, the reticular activating system. And really what this is, is a bundle of nerves at your brainstem. And its job is to filter out unnecessary information so only the important stuff gets through. Like how freaking cool is that? So it filters out unnecessary stuff and lets the important stuff through. I've seen various research studies out there that show we have between 6,000 and 60,000 thoughts a day. That's a pretty wide range, but even if we're at the lower end of that of 6,000, that's a lot of thoughts. You cannot allow that many into your conscious mind. You'd go berserk. It'd be crazy. You'd have too much going on up there. So this RAS system filters out a lot of that stuff and only lets the important things through to your conscious mind. Kind of like like the filter in your dryer. It's like filtering out that lint, okay? I'm a big fan of Mel Robbins. She's a, a speaker and an author. And she goes deep on, on Raz, and I love it. And the way she describes it is like an electric hairnet for your brain. Like, how good is that, right? This electric hairnet over your brain. Like, you can imagine that right now, right? And that electric hairnet only lets through certain things into your conscious mind, and then it blocks all the other things out. That's what Raz does. And Raz allows four things into your conscious mind. 
All right. So let's talk about those. These are the things that will always get through your electric hairnet. Number one, your name. Makes sense. Your name, right? You could be in this like crowded room. Everybody's talking and somebody says your name and you hear it. You turn around. You respond. Raz has let that through to your conscious mind. The second thing Raz lets through, threats to your safety. Yeah, it's always going to let threats of danger through that electric hairnet because our brains are wired for survival, like survival of the species, right? So if you're being threatened, it's important to let yourself know that, let that through that conscious mind. And that's what Raz does. The third thing it lets through your electric hairnet is signals that your partner wants to have sex. Again, we're wired for survival. So it makes sense that this is going to get through the electric hairnet. But it's this fourth thing. It's this fourth thing that Raz lets through to your conscious mind that is so fascinating and why you find what you're looking for. The fourth thing it lets through is what you think is important. What you have identified as important, it's going to let through the electric hairnet. That's right. Like, this is why you find what you're looking for. You've told your brain this is important. And it goes, okay, I'm going to show you more of that. It's one of the reasons why, like, if you're interested in buying a particular car, has this ever happened to you? Where you then immediately start seeing it everywhere. It's all over the road. And even your neighbor down the street has this car that you've been looking at. Now, the neighbor didn't just go and buy this car. The car has been there. You just never thought it was important. So Raz wasn't letting it through the electric hairnet. It was getting filtered out. I experienced this firsthand when I first became pregnant with my daughter, Riley. It's like the next morning I woke up, I went shopping, and there were like freaking pregnant women everywhere. I'm like, what the heck happened? How did this happen? I know all these women didn't become pregnant overnight, but they didn't. It was just pregnancy and pregnant women and all of that was on my mind. I told my brain that this was important because it was. And what did it do? It started letting all of these things through into my conscious mind. Again, you find what you're looking for. Whatever you focus on grows. So if you are focusing on and thinking about all the ways that you're stuck and life is going wrong, guess what Raz is going to show you? All the ways that you're stuck and what's going wrong. But the cool thing about this is the opposite is also true. So if you focus on all the things that are going right in your life, guess what you're going to see more of? Yeah, this is why gratitude is so important. When you start looking for all the things that you are grateful for, or you start acknowledging, you don't even have to look, if you just start acknowledging and appreciating all the things that are good in your life that, that you are grateful for, the more grateful you are, the more grateful you are. So if you keep telling yourself you're stuck, then you are. And your brain is going to gather a lot more evidence to show you that. So if your thoughts are the main reason that you feel stuck, the way to wiggle loose and get unstuck is to write. Yeah, simple enough. Write. Grab a piece of paper and a pen and start writing down all your thoughts. Get them out of your head. And I do recommend taking pen to paper. There's something magical that happens when you physically write versus just, you know, like plug away and type away on a screen. 
And I want to let you know, there's like no right or wrong way to do this. A lot of times we get stuck up in our head and you're like, well, what's the right way to do this? What's the wrong way to do this? There's no right or wrong way. I just want you to dump all the thoughts out of your brain onto a piece of paper where you can look at it. And, and also like get that nasty stuff out of there. Get, get, the, get those like mean, self-destructive, negative, whatever it is. Like get that all out of your head. There's really no rules here. The only rules I have for you is there's no censoring and there's absolutely no judgment. No censoring, no judgment. You don't have to show this to anyone, so be honest, right? You can crumple it up and throw it away later. But don't censor and don't judge. You are not your thoughts, my friend. They don't define you, so don't be afraid of them. Yes, they are powerful, but you are more powerful. You are the one that's in control. And when you write down what you're thinking and you can look at it on this piece of paper, you're going to start noticing repeating patterns, repeating thoughts, repeated beliefs. And the more awareness that you create around those things, the more those thoughts and beliefs start to fade away. Because when you start to become aware of what's going on inside of your brain, you start to let it go or you start to change because you really begin to see the suffering that it's creating for you. And you're like, yeah, no, uh, uh, not doing this. So if you're feeling stuck because of the way that you're thinking, the best way to get unstuck is to write. The second reason I see people get stuck, you've lost your sense of purpose. Have you said this? Like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What should I be doing with my life? All of those things. Have you asked them before? Like, if you felt stuck, then chances are, yeah, you have. And it's okay. In fact, it's totally normal. We ask ourselves these questions all the time. Why? Because you're human. Mm-hmm. You're human. And we humans are meaning-making machines. And we really crave purpose. Why? Because in purpose, there's meaning. But those questions, like, they're, they're not small questions. These, these are big questions. And they can feel super overwhelming. And you're like, I don't even know where to begin to start. Well, that's what I'm going to help you with. But I, I also want you to notice, though, that these questions, you know, why am I here? What should I be doing with my life? What's my purpose? These questions often get asked during times of transition. Transition is something we humans struggle with. We like the comfort of what we've known. And when we transition into the unknown, that's where we can get stuck because we don't know how to move or where to move. So if there's a, a death of a loved one, like a loss of a job, you become an empty nester, like that transition can make you feel stuck. And those questions, those big questions also get asked a lot of times during periods of stagnation where like there's just this routine that's happening. Your daily life has become somewhat rote and predictable and you start looking for purpose and meaning in life. And I just want to offer you a bit of relief, or at least I hope it offers you some relief because the purpose of life can be quite simple. The purpose of life is to live. I mean, think about it. Like, What's the purpose of life? To be living. So if you think of it that way, maybe it takes the edge off a little bit. Maybe it takes the pressure off a little bit and gives you a little bit of relief because 
in essence, you're already living your purpose because you're here breathing and waking up every single day. So remind yourself when these questions start popping up into your head, like what's the purpose of life? It's to live. But if you still feel stuck, because I see this a lot, if you still feel stuck because you feel like your life does not have that purpose or you're looking for that purpose, the solution to start wiggling loose and getting unstuck, ask questions. Not the big questions, not those, not those big questions that we started this off with, what's my purpose and you know, what should I do with my life? Those are biggies. But small questions, bite-sized questions, like what are my talents? What do I enjoy doing? What lit me up as a kid? Like go back to when you're growing up and life was fun and you were, you were happy. What were you doing? And if you don't remember, talk to your family, talk to, you know, your buddies from, from when you were growing up, get some ideas. What are your goals? If you don't have any goals, what do you want your goals to be? What would setting a goal look like for you? What, what might be one small thing that you could start working towards? Who do you want to become? If you need help with that one, I just did a podcast last week on it, episode 59, about who you want to become. You can start there. Just listen to that podcast. That can help you get unstuck. Ask questions. Because how are you ever going to find the answers you're looking for if you're not asking any questions? But we ask these big ones and we can't come up with the big answers, so start small. Because the better question that you ask, not these big ones that are like heavy lifting, but the better small questions that you ask, the better answers you're going to get. And when you're asking yourself these questions, there's also something else I invite you to do, and that is to tell yourself the truth. Be honest with yourself. What do you want? When you sit with that question, what do I want? Give yourself permission to want what you want. Tell the truth about what it is that you want. Now, you might not be ready to do anything about it, but at least be honest with yourself. Because when you tell yourself the truth and you're honest, what you're actually doing is you're revealing the work that needs to be done in order to get what you want. And then you get to decide whether or not you're willing to do those things. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Either way is fine. Just be honest with yourself. So if you're feeling stuck because you feel like you've lost your sense of purpose, ask questions. Third and final reason you get stuck is the fear of what other people think. If you give more weight to what other people think than to what you think, you're placing more value on their thoughts than on your own. Really, in essence, that's what it comes down to. And people have thoughts. People have opinions. Like you have opinions, right? You have opinions on what people should do. You have opinions on what your mom should do, what your kids should do, what your kids' teachers should do, what your neighbors should do, what your coworkers should do, what your spouse should do. Like, we all have opinions. You have a ton of opinions. And guess what? Other people are allowed to have opinions too. Yeah, they're allowed to have other opinions. Opinions aren't the problem. What you make the opinion mean, well, that's the problem. When you think their opinion is more valid than your own. When you think they know what's best versus what you know what's best. Like, who knows what's best for you? Who knows what's best for you? Who knows you best? You! You know what's best for you. Getting input from the people you love and respect 
can be helpful, but you know what? Don't let it paralyze you. Don't let it prevent you from moving forward because you're afraid of what they're going to think. People are going to have opinions no matter what. And you, my friend, don't have any control over those. You don't. So stop trying to control the uncontrollable. It's much easier said than done. I get that. But I want to offer you a little breathing room here, okay? Because most people really aren't paying much attention to you. I know, newsflash. But I think you need to hear this. People really spend more time thinking about themselves than they do thinking about you. And if they have an opinion on what you should do with your life, it's probably not something that they've given much thought to, but more of like a passing thought. When you have an opinion of what somebody else should do, it's usually, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And you'd give like a, a, a passing thought, you know, and you just share what's on your mind, but you haven't given it a ton of thought. Yeah, others do the same. So don't give it a ton of weight, okay? But here's the twist. Yeah, there's a twist. We think we're stuck because we fear what others will think. But if you truly believe you know what's best for you, then the fear is not about what people are going to think. The fear is about actually doing what you want to do. It's not them. It's you. That fear, that self-doubt, that worry you have is about you. Now, I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you. I'm calling you out because... I've done this. I share this with you because this is what I've uncovered in my own life. It was easier for me to tell myself that, oh, I'm just afraid of what these people are going to think when the reality was I was worried as to whether or not I was capable of actually doing it. And I was afraid I would let other people down or let myself down or I didn't have it in me. The fear was about me failing and how I would feel. It wasn't about them. And once I realized my fear isn't what other people think, my fear is getting in touch with what I think and then actually doing it, and I stopped blaming everyone else for my situation, it was both an exciting and scary as hell time. I'm going to be honest with you. It was like, I'm in the driver's seat. Cool. Crap. I'm in the driver's seat. It's both, like I said, an exciting and frightening place to be. But when you can open up to the idea that you are the one holding you back, not them, it's hard. Just because you realize it, it doesn't mean you magically become unstuck. I want to tell you that. Just because you have this realization doesn't mean it's going to become all rainbows and unicorn. It's work. It's challenging work. But it's worthwhile work. And you can do hard things. Yes, thank you, Glennon Doyle. So if you feel stuck because you're afraid of what people will think, the way to get unstuck is to get clear on the fear. What are you afraid of? What are you really afraid of? Peel the layers of that question back like you would peel the layers of an onion back. What are you afraid of? See what it is that your brain is offering you and then ask, why? Why do you think that? Get curious here. Dig deep. What are you afraid of? When you ask that question, like, where does your brain go? What does it offer you? What does it tell you that you're afraid of? Now, that first, first answer it gives you is usually pretty surface. And that's okay. It's a, it's a starting point. But we want to peel that layer of the onion back, right? We want to dig a little deeper. So just ask yourself, why? Why am I afraid of that? And what comes up for you? And why is that so bad? 
And is that true? And what would be different? Ask yourself why. Why is this important? Why is this holding me back? It, it, it's it's kind of like pretending like you're a two-year-old. Why? 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 Yeah, have you ever had a two-year-old? Why? Why? Oh, see where you end up with asking yourself why. What are you afraid of? What if it was okay to be afraid and still move forward? Yeah, you can do that. You can be afraid and still take action. What would that look like for you? Or, I mean, you can go the opposite end of the spectrum here and just go, what if I didn't have to be afraid of that? How would life change if that were the case? Like when you get clear on what you fear, you can start questioning the specifics of it. And when you do that, what you're doing is you're opening yourself up to a new way of thinking, a new way of being, and you start to wiggle loose. You start to get unstuck. So we've unpacked a lot in this podcast today because this is what I do. This is what I help folks with. And I want to help you. Not everybody wants one-on-one coaching. That's okay. I'm here to help however I can. And this is a great place to start to get unstuck. So if your thoughts are the main reason you feel stuck, the way to get unstuck is to write. If you feel stuck because you think your life lacks purpose, the way to get unstuck is to ask small questions. And if you feel stuck because you're afraid of what other people will think, well, then the way to get unstuck is to get clear on the fear, right? Ask questions and get clear on the fear. Because when you start taking action, you start taking those actions, those small actions, they can have a big impact. When you lean into curiosity and you learn from what's going on in your brain and you explore it and you do something about it, you naturally start moving forward. And my friend, you can't be stuck and in motion at the same time. It's just not possible. All right. So those three small steps to get unstuck can get you moving again. And sometimes a little movement is all it takes because then you're no longer stuck. Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're feeling stuck and you want to start wiggling loose, head on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and sign up for a free session to see if life coaching is for you. Again, that's PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Hope to chat with you soon.